Hello, and welcome to FOF Gym Chat. We're Kinsey and Josh Presnell. Thanks so much for joining us today as we chat about and explore topics that are coming up in our gym fixed on fitness. The purpose of this podcast is to provide a simple and effective approach to health and fitness that helps you feel confident and equipped to live your best life. If you have any questions that you want us to tackle, please send us a DM on Instagram to at fitness. All right, let's get into today's episode. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of FOF Gym Chat. I'm Kinsey. Hey there, and I'm Josh. All right, so this week we're going to talk about self-care when shit hits the fan. And I, y'all can probably guess who came up with that title. It was not... It was not me. <laughs> I thought that was pretty clever. It was pretty clever. Uh, hey, so like jumping into that, um, there's lots of definitions of shit hitting the fan. So let's 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 kind of talk about what we're talking about here. Okay, so I kind of think about this in the way of something happens that either is out of your control or that you didn't plan for, and it impacts the way that you do life. So. That could be something going on at your job, a big change at your job. That could be something going on with your kids. It could be an injury or an illness. It could be something financial that you're having to deal with. Just something that you didn't really plan for and now you have to deal with. And I think that we can all relate to this because life is constantly throwing punches. Like we're not going to get through life just you know, floating along in our little bubble with no adversity, no challenges, no obstacles in our way. So we're going to face these things. And I I guess maybe there are some people that float along, but they live probably a really boring life, I would say, right? Yeah. Say <laughs> that's, so not, that's not the life we want to live. I would also just throw a couple more examples, you know, things with relationships, uh, things with, you know, Kinsey said finances, you know, maybe it's like cars, vehicles, uh, something breaks, like there's all kind of things that throw kinks into how you thought your day was going to go and what life was going to look like. Um, and that's kind of what we're talking about. Yeah. So you want to start with kind of what how how you deal with taking care of yourself? Because I think the biggest thing is a, a circumstance coming along or adversity coming along or an obstacle or resistance, whatever we want to call this, this is always a really good segue into all of the excuses as to why you can no longer take care of yourself, why you can't cook, why you can't go to the gym, why you can't sleep, why all of these things now that you can't do. It's a really easy segue into falling into that trap of, you know what, I'm going to put myself last. Not, I don't have time to take care of myself. I don't have money to take care of myself. It's just not worth it. Whatever that self-talk is that kind of creeps in, it's very easy to let it go when, you know, just life starts going a little bit crazy. So we want to talk about how we make sure that in the midst of storms, in the midst of chaos, in the midst of everything that we're dealing with, that we don't let our self-care slide. So how would you say you kind of start... And then I'm happy to start if you're not ready. No, no, I think that's good. So what I think is going to happen is I think that this is going to bounce all over the place and do a couple more spinoffs on a podcast. But you used a lot of good words there with adversity, resistance. uh, I don't know. You said about 10 things. Um, What I would say is uh, this takes practice. Back in the day, 
when all of that adversity or resistance or life uh, started coming my way, I think the easiest thing to say is, uh, ask, you said why a lot too, but I would say I would ask the question, why, why is this happening to me? Or uh, why, 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 like all about me, me, me. Or like victim mentality, like jumping into being a victim on it. Right, for sure. Um, and that completely changes the story that you tell yourself versus not being a pessimist, but being a much more realist, understanding that these things are going to happen. And if we know that these things are going to happen, then what we have to do is use adversity and resistance as opportunities to get better. And we have to use them as opportunities for growth. And that takes a lot of maturity and ownership. So I would say, number one, the first thing that I'm going to do is define basically what the situation is, right? What what happened? What are my options? Where do I go from here? And that's all about bringing awareness to the situation that exists or the circumstance. Number one, you have to step back and get get yourself out of the situation for a minute and just put facts on paper. Because if you look at it that way, there's only so many directions to go. You got A, you got B, you got C for the most part. And you need to pick the direction that's going to make you the best and have the best outcome. So a lot of that is going to be stepping back and realizing what is actually going on. Uh, humans are really great problem solvers. That's, that's what we do. So how do I solve the problem? And a lot of that comes into what story am I going to tell myself about the problem that I face? Am I going to be, uh, woe is me and feel sorry for myself? Or am I going to step up and use this as an opportunity to start kicking some ass? Like it's either going to go one direction or the other. And I would say back in the day, I've been in many, many circumstances, some in my control, some out of my control where I definitely had the victim mentality. And that whole feeling sorry for yourself, that can last way longer than hours, days, weeks, months. Man, you can wake up and years go by and you wonder kind of how you end up where you are. Uh, A lot of that comes down to the story that you tell yourself and the decisions that you decide to make when shit actually hits the fan. So number one, is awareness, step back, and then set your priorities and problem solve. And when it comes to priorities, you know, this can be on any scale, right? So I'm not trying to make light of any circumstance or situation that somebody faces. But even I've seen it with, you know, uh, death, right? Let's go as far as we're going to go. Somebody dies. We still have to find a way to move forward and take care of ourselves, And we still have to set priorities. And it's easy to let yourself just, I don't want to say let yourself go, but it's easy to not take care of yourself in the worst circumstances that you can imagine. So we have to set priorities. And there might be a lot of disagreement on this, but I would say the number one priority 
okay, it's got to be you. Okay, without being, um, I'm not talking about being selfish, but if I'm going to invest in anything, I'm going to invest in myself. And what do I mean by that? I'm going to put forth whatever resources I have into my own health, wellness, and fitness. Okay, what kind of, what kind of financial resources do I have to, uh, get my health, my fitness, to where I want. What can I outsource? How much can I throw at this? Um, what can I do to get to the gym? What kind of gym am I involved with? What kind of food am I eating? When am I going to sleep? Like there's all different ways to take care of yourself. So you have to invest in yourself because if you just put yourself to the side and you're just like, I'm just going to do everything for everybody else, that's fine. But I can tell you, you can do both. You can take care of yourself and take care of other people. Now, if you put somebody else in front of you all the time and you always play second fiddle, third fiddle, you're at the bottom, you're going to wake up 10, 15, 20 years goes by. That's a life, man. And you're going to wonder, how did I even end up where I'm at? Or when you look in the mirror and you wonder, I don't, I don't understand what happened. Well, you got to where you are due to all the small choices that you made in a lifetime. And there's no sugarcoating that, right? You always have a choice. So step back, get some awareness, start to problem solve, set some priorities. And then once those priorities are set, the story that you tell yourself affects the choices that you make. So what you say about the situation and and how you say it to yourself is going to dictate the actions that you take to get to where you want to go. Wow. That was a lot. That was a lot. I was starting to think this was going to be a monologue. I wasn't going to have to uh, participate today. (laughs) But uh, I'm going to bounce off of a lot of what he said just listening to him. I think that was all really, really great advice a lot of good lessons and little nuggets in there to to take through. That's probably worth a re-listen, honestly. I want to go back to priorities because this is something that when things start going a little bit chaotic in our life or in my life, I typically will just try to do everything. So there's a change. Uh, I just want to, I want to pick up and I don't want... There's an external change, but I don't want anything around us to change. So I'm just going to take on you know, a million more responsibilities so that everything feels normal. And that's something that I've learned over the years. It doesn't work very well. Uh, I end up completely burnt out, and I can handle that for a very short amount of time. So I think looking at your priorities and understanding that there is a very big difference in, in the things that are important and the things that feel urgent. Not everything that feels urgent is important and not everything that is important is urgent. So we have to understand that there is a difference there and we have to make sure that we put our effort and our energy and our time into the most important things first because a lot of what feels urgent, at least what I've noticed uh, in my life and in our work and just in general, a lot of the urgent things are just little things that aren't even necessary. 
they just have a due date on them. And maybe they take a very little time to do, and maybe I do have to do some of them. But there's a lot of things on that urgent list that could probably just go away. And so I think that's the second thing is differentiating between important and urgent, and then looking at anything that can just go away. Like, what in my life can I take away it's not going to make a difference. Like if I didn't do this for two weeks, and this is usually something to do with work or, you know, maybe a task that I've taken on that maybe isn't super important, but I've made it urgent. What can I take away that isn't going to make a difference? If I take it away for two weeks, say it's at work and no one notices, maybe that doesn't ever need to come back on my priority list. Maybe I've just built it up to be something more important than it is. So looking at what we can take away and then looking at what we can outsource. So usually... When there is a change, it's either going to be a change that affects your time and energy or it's going to affect your money. So one or the other. So, you know, obviously we had a a change in our life recently and it affected our time and our energy. So we've had to really look and see how can we outsource or what can we outsource in our life to make life easier, to make sure we're getting everything done that we need to get done at work. We're still able to, you know, we made this list, like we're still parents, we're still running a business, we're still married, we still have, you know, all of these things. So what can I ask someone else to do or pay someone else to do to free up my time? So for us, that is obviously meal prep. That was taking up a lot of time. So it's like every meal from, from well, we cook breakfast, I guess, but lunch and dinner now right now is being outsourced to somebody else. So that's a way that we can make sure that we're still eating very high quality, good food that fuels our body. We just don't have to cook it. Now, the flip side, maybe you lost a job or you had a big financial hit. Well, maybe... The, you don't have the finances, but maybe now you have the time. So then we have to look at, okay, maybe I can't outsource every meal, but I have the ability to now, I have the time to, to cook and figure that out. So we have to figure out what we can outsource. And then I think the biggest thing for me when stuff starts to go like feeling crazy, I think I have to remind myself a lot that anytime that there is a lot of resistance in my life. Anytime that it feels like I'm just like pushing like something up a hill and it's just resisting me all the way, I'm usually close to something really good in my life. And it's it's like when we're not doing things that we're supposed to be doing, life seems to go very smooth. It really does. It, it's, I don't, I think you think it's smooth. I think if you zoomed out and looked at it from another lens, you would realize that you're really not making much of your life. But I think those times in our life where we're really just, you know, pushing and it feels like we're, we're facing a lot of obstacles and we're facing a lot of resistance, that's usually right. Like the very, it's, your breakthrough is almost on the other side. Like something good is coming on the other side. We just have to push through resistance. So I think we have to remember that and and help that to keep us going. But we also have to rely a lot when life is spinning out of control on habits and on what we've built. You know, that's one thing that I'm so thankful that we have such a strong 
habit in, obviously we have to go to the gym, right? We work there, we own it. But uh, working out is something that I don't have to talk myself into doing at all. So that's not even on the table of something that might go away. Now, you know, ordering pizza and drinking some beer on the weekend because I just don't feel like doing anything else. I I mean, I still have to work on that sometimes. Or not eating ice cream because I'm over it. Still have to work on that sometimes. Um, But, you know, we have to really work on and rely on habits that we've built. So that's why when things are kind of feeling like they're smooth sailing and and stuff is really in alignment, we have to be really diligent on building strong habits and disciplines so that when, not if, but when things go crazy and stuff is out of your control, you already have a very strong, stable habit system built in place. That was my thought on that. It kind of went different than you. Yeah, I think that was, that was long good. too. That was long. <laughs> it wasn't very much conversation. It was just kind of talking. Not at all. Uh, okay, so let me spin off of that a little bit. Uh, a lot of that comes down to what you can and what you can't control. Okay, and a lot of the habits that Kinsey's talking about, this comes with structure. You got to have structure in your life. You know, this is my gym routine. Uh, these are the meals that I eat. This is what I can do. This is what I can't do. This is what I can control. And a lot of that takes uh, ownership and some discipline. Like to think that you're going to make it through this life and be successful without discipline is to believe a lie. Okay. You're not going to be lazy and, and make it there. So you got to have some discipline and you have to have some structure and you have to figure out what is important and what's not cut the BS and go straight to what makes the most impact and what can I ditch. And if I can't do it myself, who can I get to help me to get to me, uh, to get me to where I want to go? And a lot of that comes with control. So humans aren't just great problem solvers. Most humans are control freaks. And I am bad. I mean, I'll just go ahead and say most of us are control freaks with things that we have absolutely no control over. And we waste an ungodly amount of time and energy trying to control something or someone that we have absolutely no control over. And it's a straight up life suck. It's like maddening. It will it will completely drain every ounce of energy that you have. Like you're not going to be good for anybody else. What did you say about control the other day? It was good. I don't remember. I don't remember. It was something along the lines of uh, when you try to control the things you can't control, they end up controlling you. So they they become they become all consuming. And and you sit there and you talk about it and this and and it doesn't make a difference. It doesn't doesn't make a difference. And I think too, I I notice like our our kids pick up on that a lot. Like if we are struggling with something that's out of our control and it is, and we are trying so hard to control it, it bleeds into, obviously we work together, so we do bring work home, but um, it bleeds into our conversations at the dinner table. It bleeds into our conversations with the kids. It makes us short. It's, it really is so consuming and we don't even realize it. We don't even realize it. It's like we're just trying to grip so tightly where if we would just let go a little bit and control the things that we have control over, like whether or not we press snooze on our alarm clock or whether or not 
you know, we, we got out of bed like we said we would. You know, that's what we have to remember is we have to control the things that we can control. And I want to say something real quick. I know we probably need to wrap this up, but yeah. um, I was listening to a podcast the other day and it was, it said something and I'm probably going to get the quote wrong, but it was discipline is the greatest form of self-care that you can have. Like if you can just be disciplined like you are taking great care of yourself because you're doing the things that you need to do and you're doing them, you know, in the way that you need to do them. Yeah. And I agree. We'll wrap it up. But I would say where wherever you find yourself right now today is exactly where you're supposed to be. Right. There's no accident. And that's hard to, I will say, you, you that's might not, hard to like, I would say that to grips with sometimes. Okay. But I think uh, you're right. Maybe there was a better way to say it, <laughs> but I think that there are, it's hard to believe that there are lots of ac- just accidents, you know, that we're living with lots of accidents. I think, I think we're right where we need to be and we need to evaluate where we are. And then we need to start making choices based on those facts. And when we do that, you have no idea looking forward of what's about to come walking through your door and stepping into your life or what breakthrough is about to happen and trying to just control things that have happened and worry about what's going to happen. It'll leave you stuck and it'll leave you paralyzed. So if I'm going to wrap this up, I would say adversity is coming for you, whether you like it or not. And when it hits you, you need to step back and get some awareness. You need to get some priorities on paper and you need to have some discipline and put some structure to your life and start making choices to uh, take you the direction that you want to go. Because all those little choices that you start making that don't take you the direction that you want to go, it's not a one-to-one ratio to undo that, right? It, it doesn't take very long to start to lose yourself, whatever that may be, whether it's uh, food and getting in shape uh, gaining weight, like fill in the blank. That, that part happens extremely fast. But to reverse that takes a long time. So you gotta stay on track and, and keep the main thing, the main thing. And, uh, I don't know. It, it's hard not to feel sorry for yourself. Put things on paper. Uh, surround yourself with people who are real. Uh, get help, outsource things. And set some priorities. Yeah. And I think it's just, you know, knowing, yeah, like storms come. They are, they're always going to be, and life is going to constantly throw punches. And it's just, and how we deal with them that makes it the obstacle or the opportunity. So if you need a good book recommendation, by the way, if you're in like something that feels like shit hitting the fan all the time, The Obstacle is Away. I love the book. Rereading it right now uh, for the second time. I think I've listened to it as well. Uh, Great book. Great recommendation, I think, especially if you're kind of dealing with or you feel like you're dealing with a lot of obstacles. But with that, you got anything else? Yeah, you're always talking to yourself. (laughs) Still going. So next week, self-talk. Change your story. (laughs) Change the story. It's going to change the outcome. Yes, guys. We appreciate you guys. I hope you have an awesome week, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye.